0: But they get hungry at 5 So this is going to be a struggle
1: <laughs> Oh, my cats also get fed at 6 hmm. At a quarter to 6 They start yelling at everyone mm-hmm. That they haven't been fed yet
0: <laughs> Yeah I, I gave them like a snack beforehand So I'm hoping that tides them over But we'll see Obviously not, because like Jace is on the floor And I'm petting him <laughs> <laughs> Jace, we don't have to do this right now. He was doing this the whole time I was watching the episode, too. He was just, like, rubbing on me. And then, uh, unfortunately, my laptop is a touchscreen. So he's, like, hitting the people on the screen and pausing it. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Let's start it before the cats get too hungry. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Too Young for This Trek, which is what I'm calling it for this season. Uh, It's official. Yeah. I'm Tyler, that was Troy, mm-hmm. MC's here. Hello! No Eric, but Eric sent in some notes about the episodes, so I'm going to try to throw those in as they become relevant, but I might forget about them. So
2: Eric's unfortunately gotten stuck inside of a transport buffer, but he's managed to send <laughs> us a subspace communication from his liminal state, so it's cool.
0: <laughs> My excuse for him not being here was going to be based on a picture I saw on Facebook of him... Uh, he had like his fiance posted it. He'd fallen asleep, and there were three cats sleeping on top of him. That's a good way to suffocate. Death by cat. Yeah.
1: Oh, if there's cats on top of him, he can't move. He no, no, he can't move once th- there's a cat on you.
0: Yeah, it really he doesn't even know. I,
1: uh I do it all the time. My my cat hates it. <laughs> <laughs> MC, I stand up you... and they stare
2: at me. MC, if you're stuck in a transporter buffer. A Scotty, for 75 yeah. years. Are you alive during those 75 years? Technically, yes.
1: But Because your, your signal you still...
2: You have there. no body. No. How old are you when you come out? Are you X, X being the age you were when you went in, or X plus 75?
1: No, it's your, the age that you went in when you... uh. Because you didn't actually age And you're not on this plane of existence So technically you haven't lived those years
2: But, so then how are you Okay, I don't think you're alive then I think he's dead (laughs)
1: Um, No, 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 he's on another plane of existence Technically
0: But he mm, mm. Is he like mentally alive?
2: No, so No, you're taking out It's weird So there's this one time when the Enterprise <laughs> D, Picard's Enterprise, was like, check it out. It's a Dyson Sphere. Do you know what a Dyson Sphere is, Tyler? Nope. A Dyson Sphere is a, a concept in sci-fi that actually makes a lot of sense if you can get around to manufacturing it, where basically you build a dome around a solar system, so then you fill the inside of it with solar panels, and boom, energy solved. Because then every ounce of energy okay. that the star yeah, the heart I've of the solar of system puts off. Yeah, yeah, So they come across one of those, and they're like, this is super cool. How we, we never see these things. It's a concept, but we never see them. Oh, look, there's a Crash Federation ship on board. It's old. It's like 75 years old. Let's go check it out. Oh, man, there's something going on with the transporter. What could it be? Let's jiggle the knobs a little bit. And then, boom, Scotty came out. He was the engineer on Kirk's Enterprise, and it turns out he's been stuck in a transporter buffer for 75 years, because the ship started crashing, and he and his buddy were like, the only way we're going to survive is if we put ourselves in the transporter buffer, because we don't have the food or air or water or some reason we have to do this to be in stasis and so hey, they did Troy, for what years what happened to his buddy his buddy's dead his buddy's dead his buddy's dead his buddy's dead it, yeah so there's my point what's your point that the transporter killed him because the transporter always kills you no
1: no like he that guy's dead they couldn't uh-huh. recover him uh-huh. as long as you're still in the buffer your pattern's still in the buffer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I say you are still technically alive.
0: Hmm. So it's kind of Even like if... when you save an Audacity file and it scrambles all the files up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it kills your episode because it will take you way too long to put it back together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: it, I I think it's like putting yourself in time out. Like, that's why I say it's, you you haven't lived those years. So it's like, you've been put in time out. Oh, my phone wasn't on silent.
0: (laughs) My bad.
2: Super professional all the time.
0: Yeah. We, We got dogs on Troy's end. We've got my cat. It's trying to like unhook my microphone. Um, MC's The baby calls. is the
2: best person. Check out the baby. No, just Always an sleep email. Good. He was Aww. just like, oh, that was exactly the amount of milk that I needed.
0: <laughs> um. So, yeah, we're talking about Star Trek Picard, episode four, Absolute Candor. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to hear my summary? I got a summary.
2: Oh, God. Go absolutely.
0: right ahead. So much happened this episode. I left a lot of it out just to, like, keep it flowing. But, okay. um. Yeah, we'll talk about those details later. So I'm going to start out talking about Shoji's story, and then we'll go back to Picard, you know, the one okay. that this is about. But, um yeah, so on the cube thing, Shoji is watching a video of Ramda, and or Ronda, as MC likes to call her. Um, she's talking about Gan Maden, the Romulan Day of Annihilation, Um, and that's when all the shackled demons will answer the call of the Destroyer. And Shoji's like, I'm the destroyer. Um, it's me. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so Nurk and uh, Shoji have a mini romance comedy complete with trust issues, ventilation, skating, kissing and planting seeds of doubt. Uh, Nurik's sister says he has a week to figure out what Shoji is up to before she uses her methods of like pain and violence. For some reason, that doesn't look right. Um, (laughs) In my notes, it says the word Finn, and I know that's not right. Um, That's Star Wars. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we find out for sure that their end goal is to kill all synthetics. So, meanwhile, back in the future past, um, the episode actually opens with Picard. He's hanging out with some assassin nuns on the planet Vati, and it's 14 years ago. The sisterhood has been helping him relocate Romulan refugees. They practice a thing called absolute candor, the name of the episode, which is having no filter between thought and speech. So it's like being an asshole,
2: (laughs) (laughs) but as a religion.
0: Yep. (laughs) Uh. Uh, So the sisterhood, they took in a boy, his name's Elnor, and he's very fond of Picard. One day while Picard is playing with him, Rafi calls and she's like, Hey, Mars is being attacked. And he's like, oh, fuck. And so uh, Picard leaves without telling Eleanor goodbye, but he tells like the nuns to tell him, like, I'm sorry, instead of just telling him. I feel like he would have been more receptive if he just told him. But anyways, um, so he leaves. And then we go back to the present future where Agnes is annoying Rios as he reads a book about the existential pain of living with the consciousness of death. And so I was really hoping like I paused the screen to see what book he was reading. And I was like, please be like some like Disney book or like something that <laughs> is not that, but it was just called like, I can't remember, but it sounded like a made up book. It
2: sounded like it would be about the existential yeah. dread of living with the <laughs> yeah. consciousness of death.
0: Yeah. I was disappointed by that. But anyway, so Rafi comes in interrupts and she's pissed because she just realized that they're not headed for a free cloud. They're going to vadi, And she's like, Damn it, Picard. Um, so I wrote on Free Cloud, even though they obviously don't go to Free Cloud. So on Vadi, uh, Picard says hi to everyone, and everyone just gives him like really mean looks. Um, back in space, Rafi and crew are about to be attacked by Car Cantar, and Picard could not care any less because he's busy talking to nuns. And eventually, Eleanor shows up and. Uh, Things happen and eventually Eleanor joins him because his mission meets his requirement, which is being a lost cause. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then they go back to the ship and get attacked by Car Cantar. Um, another ship helps them, but is critically damaged in the process. They beam over the pilot to save them, and it's no other than Seven of Nine, whoever that is. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> uh
1: that that that's an important character technically um it'll come up later so uh, we'll talk about it then
0: okay well eric told me in his notes that he left oh, as to uh guess who the returning like character is like the cameo or whatever and i'm
2: guessing that's it that is correct yeah yeah
0: i think you maybe mentioned
2: her name on another episode she's definitely come up before. Yeah. I think she came up in the first episode. I was dropping hints cuz I knew she was going to be in this season, so. Yeah, same. Oh, seriously, dude.
0: Atticus is awake.
2: I made the mistake of trying to lay him down next to me and immediately he was like, "Hell no." <laughs> there we go. Um there's so much in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Let's I think I think we should follow Tyler's example and knock out Soji's Soju's storyline first because I don't think there's a whole lot to say about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty short.
2: Um There's okay. The ice skating thing hated so yeah. much. I, I really
0: I liked everything else except for that scene.
2: It it was cheesy and dumb, and it would have been cheesy and dumb and cute, except yeah. for we know that Narik's like super evil and like using her, and it makes every interaction they have together really uncomfortable for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I kind of think it. that maybe he started out that way, but I'm still pretty sure he's going to become goodish.
2: I started hey, out good-ish. only having sex with you under false pretenses, but now I'm having sex with you for real is not a good character arc. In my defense, I know mm-hmm. you're
0: not really a person, so it's not... Yeah. <laughs>
2: I started out having sex with you under false pretenses because I'm racist, but then I realized I shouldn't be quite so racist, and now I'm having sex with you for real. Is still not a good story arc. In fact, it's probably worse. I hate it, and I hate him and his sister. And have I uh, did the theory that that they're not actually brother and sister? Has that come up on this show? It hasn't. Okay, I need. I need to embrace the theory that they are both part of the Zot Vosh or whatever it's called and that people in the Zot Vosh all refer to each other as brother and sister because I can't handle this amount of creepy incest in my Star Trek. I just Yeah, I just can't. There's a closeness and like it, it's, it's weird. beyond closeness. they fucked. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I I'm not going to go that far, but I meant to say that in a less harsh method, but those two have totally—they have—they have, they have uh, gone to Guy Fieri's Flavor Town together. Is what <laughs> I'm trying to say.
1: Oh my god! Can you
2: beep out when I said that earlier, and instead just leave in that they've gone to Guy Fieri's Flavor Town? Sure. <laughs> it's beyond closeness. They've Fuck. gone to Guy Fieri's Flavor Town together. Is what I'm trying to say. Thanks.
0: Eric had some stuff to say about this, so he says. I think I have a theory on Narc's plan. He and his Too Close for Comfort sister are trying to use not dodge to hack the Borg mainframe so they can reboot and hijack the Borg collective and use them against the Federation. So that's a lot more than what we were talking about. But yeah, the Too Close for Comfort sister in there, so I had to throw it in anyways. That's that's an interesting
2: theory. But so I guess what I don't know is, uh, from what we've heard... All Romulans have a problem with synthetic life. I think there's some connection between that and the Borg. But I guess the question is, would a Romulan, the average Romulan, the Romulan on the street, if, if, if Jimmy Kimmel was out interviewing them as they walked by whatever studio he records in, if he said, hey, look at this Borg, is it a synthetic life form? Would they say yes? Because it's not. I mean, they're cyborgs. Does that count as a synthetic life form? I think so. Maybe.
0: I guess. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I'm not sure. That's. That's. I don't know. Because if they if if they count as synthetic life forms, then I think that even the most evilist of Romulans wouldn't be interested in using the Borg. But I do think that Romulans were responsible for hacking the synthetics to attack Mars. So I guess maybe I don't think the thing that I just said. Somebody else take it away, please. Take take the reins away <laughs> from And me. how do
1: you guys feel about um, humans becoming cyborgs?
0: In we, real life? Yeah,
1: I mean, we've come to that level of technology. Like, there's false arms and stuff that are really and good nowadays. Are people mm-hmm. with
0: pacemakers technically cyborgs? Yes. Okay. If
2: you, if you so I like make it. your definition broad <laughs> enough, yeah. Yeah. Uh...
0: I mean, if we're talking, like, elective surgery, to have, like, you want to get your eye removed to get super cool cyborg eyes, like, that might be a little less on board with.
2: Okay, listen, I wasn't on board with you until you said super cool cyborg eyes, and now (laughs) I'm starting to think about it, because my (laughs) eyes are dumb and bad. Yes, I, uh,
0: (laughs) Well, okay, um, say you had, like, fully functioning, normal human eyes, but you wanted to have eagle eyes, but robot eagle eyes.
2: I Again, think that might be sounds, a little less
0: like... Sounds pretty cool my, to
2: me, but... Mm. My but big thing is...
0: is they have I wanna, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi so they can be hacked into. Oh, And then you just start uh, seeing I, porn all the time when you're trying to talk to your grandma.
1: My big thing is I want one of those chips in my hands so I don't have to pull my credit card out all the time so I can just put my hand over the scanner <laughs> and go
2: beep. That's all I want. <laughs> if you wear glasses... Listen, I depend on my glasses. That is a piece of technology that I depend on, on a day-to-day basis. Am I? Am I? Am I a robot? I don't think no. so. No, if you put
0: those synthetic? glasses inside of you, then you're so a robot.
2: If you have laser eye surgery, are you a cyborg? because no. that's technology's been used to augment your body. No,
0: but it's still organic.
1: No. Yeah, because all that does is they making the. Um, okay. Things better. They're not actually.
2: What if. Okay. Pacemaker. anything So yep. right now we've got implant. LASIK is firmly on one side. Pacemaker is firmly on the other side. What if you uh, just like. Cochlear implant as well. Okay. The, yep. The, yep. What if you just uh break a bone so bad that they have to put in a metal plate? Um. Well, I have two of those. Um Freaking cyborgs in our midst, Tyler <laughs> <We've-> <laughs> They're everywhere, we've got to watch out Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I got two in my jaw Really? I didn't know that Yeah Does it make airport security awful?
1: No No oh. Uh it, no one with medical uh grade stuff will set off the alarms
2: Really? I did not know that That's I'd good. always heard it was a problem
0: Huh, that brings up a question in like a different Patrick Stewart franchise. Uh, at the end of one of the Wolverine movies, he like goes through a metal detector at an airport, and then it looks like he has to explain what's going on. Like, what's up with that?
2: Well, that's adamantium. That's not medical. Yeah. Grade. Is that not
0: medical grade? No,
2: adamantium is not medical grade.
0: How do you know it's not metal? Medical grade adamantium. Like, why would they uh, use anything other than medical he's grade? He's
2: slowly
1: dying from it.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. do you
0: know you're not slowly dying from your jaw <laughs>
1: uh, i mean you're could slowly be, dying but, um, <laughs>
0: we're all slowly yeah. really dying
2: yeah, i like that wolverine uh, i like the line in the episode where uh picard is like i don't know if i should take this kid with me on this adventure because he might die and the lady's like he will but shouldn't he do something cool beforehand I like that theory of like, well, yeah, oh, 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 he might die. Really? Well, we're all gonna die, you dumb old person. Of course, he's gonna die at some point. Why doesn't he go do something cool before he does?
0: I like how we somehow started talking about the, um, like, you know, the whole existential crisis of knowing that you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I like the book.
2: I didn't. I didn't see that hook of bringing us back into the episode, so I went for a different one. I really like the shot where she's watching the thing where ronda's like the destroyer of the worlds is going to release all the demons that are shackled which maybe be like is that a whole bunch of other like secret synthetics is that all yeah. the shackled demons but the shot of it is she's watching like a holographic news program and the camera's like pulling forward from the back side of it so you see Rhonda's face and then you see not dodge's face like stacked on top of each other i think that was a really cool shot And this episode apparently directed by Jonathan Frakes. Good job, Jonathan Frakes. You have a lot of really cool shots in your episodes.
0: Yeah, boy. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, speaking of, like, the whole possible existence of other synthetics and them destroying the world. um, So, Dr. Maddox is, like, a character from other series, right?
2: Yeah, he was in the episode where Data had to prove whether he uh, deserved, like, personhood, basically because okay. Maddox wanted to rip him apart to study him so he could make a whole bunch more cyborgs because he was like, uh, not cyborgs excuse me androids, androids. um, because he's like we could have, like, a whole fleet of datas, we don't need to send people in dangerous missions because we can have a whole bunch of datas do it and Picard's huh. like, that's a really good idea buddy, but that's called slavery, and he was like, oh dip, you're right, that is <laughs> slavery so and is so Maddox then they didn't a bad do
0: guy? It. he seems like a bad guy
2: he's an uh... antagonist I wouldn't say he's a bad guy because his, his reason for wanting to do it is good. He wants to figure out how to build more androids to protect people, but he doesn't know data on a personal level. So he doesn't understand that it would be wrong to destroy data to learn more about cyborg or dang it. Androids. Yeah.
1: Essentially he has good intentions, uh, but the way that he goes about them in the episode that he's in is completely wrong. And, Mm -hmm. amoral in ways
2: yeah so amoral but but, not evil
0: yeah okay yeah he he still sounds like a bad guy to me um
1: (laughs) (laughs) so essentially with are we gonna talk about like the uh, after the the two of like on the Borg uh, cube, they have the conversation where she's like, "Are you T'oshia?" Because he doesn't have a uniform or mm-hmm. rank and all that sort of stuff. Like at that point, we uh, like we know what he is, but she has no clue, mm-hmm. and she's asking all these impertinent questions, and he is like, "Ah, uh, no, I'm not Taoshiha and she's like. Even if you were, would you tell me? And he's like, Yeah, no, i probably wouldn't. And then <laughs> and then they're trying to get um access uh, she wants access to the log uh the secret logs or whatever mm-hmm. that the Tao Shiar mm-hmm. have on the ship that uh Rhonda um was on before the Borg uh assimilated it. So She's like, oh, can you get me that information? And he's like, no, I can't get it, but I know someone who might be able to get it for us.
2: And then he's like, let's go ice skating instead of resolving that plot line. Yeah, that yeah. That, uh, that was
1: the s- silly bit that I was trying to get past. Like, <sighs> And that's pretty much where we leave them at the end of this episode. Um, like, Well, he well, also,
0: in- he mentions to her that, you know, she claims to have been on the ship... Yeah, at this time and records show she wasn't there. So, yeah, yeah.
2: and then he tells his sister that he's like planted the seed of doubt, which I think that's what he was referring to. Is he's like making not dodge doubt her own story? Yeah, I'm not sure what this is all building to. I wanted to get to the point though. I you said so much happened in this episode, Tyler, and listen to your recap. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened, but I didn't feel like anything happened. You know, Hmm. like I just want to find out what's happening they didn't even go to free cloud the end of the last episode is like alright next episode free cloud and then this episode they're like hold up a minute though what if we didn't go to free cloud instead we did a different thing that I, we just did a whole different well, thing I feel like well, Rafi is
0: you in the show and um <laughs> and Agnes is me cause Agnes is just like someone We're tell you. me what's happening like <laughs> this, is, this is so cool he's gonna pick oh, up a nun crap. why is he picking up a nun tell me <laughs> I'm Rios
2: you're totally Rios MC <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Um, Oh, it's because you have the accent.
1: Uh, Not just that, but (laughs) I tend to be a little bit more quiet and broody.
2: So, let's talk Rios. Rios, we meet two more. Oh, oh, crying baby. You don't want to talk about Rios? We meet two more holograms from Rios. We meet his emergency hospitality hologram, who makes a holographic Chateau Picard for Picard. And then we meet the... His name is Emmett, and so I assume he's the Emergency Tactical Hologram. Yeah. But that's just E-T. I was trying to figure out how to spell E-M-T, Emmett, E-E-M-T. Sounds it could work, but it's it would be E-M-H-S-B-E-T-H, Emergency Tactical Hologram, so that doesn't work. Anyway, who's uh, like the... Drunken, like, lazy, I don't want to do this tactical officer is like, oh, I'll shoot some <laughs> ships or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like um, that one. <laughs> yeah. I He's love right that he at just the end has, of the episode. I ha- love that he has this whole ship of holograms. And I'm um, stealing. I'm stealing. I'm just stealing. Straight up stealing this theory from a podcast called The Lukeout, like so Luke Out, Like, jean Luke. So Uh, Is Rios a hologram?
0: Oh, I don't think so.
2: But why not?
0: I guess there's no reason why it couldn't be. But then who who who's Picard paying? Is he just paying Rafi? Is Rafi just no, messing the, with ship. Him? the ship? Just no, the, I ship? Think the ship? Yeah. My, yeah,
2: that's that's where this ends up going as it goes into a Farscape place where the ship is like a sentient being. And it just uses all these holograms to run itself. I think uh, it's a cool idea. I, don't, know. I, I, don't, think it's I don't think that's
0: what's happening, though. I the don't ship either. The has but a I think really a neat, brilliant AI.
2: <laughs> I think it's neat. I want it to be the case. Um, hey, there's a Romulan Warbird in this, and they build it up so much where they're like, oh, there's this guy. Tyler even wrote down the proper nouns in his summary because it's so important that there's this guy, and he's going to be a big confrontation probably when we meet him. They're going to talk to him on the view screen or something because clearly he's important. And instead, they just cut the wing off of his Warbird and then fly away. And that was real disappointing to me. I was just like, oh, well, okay. Well, huh. That was a weird way to foreshadow this. Like, it's going to be a problem. It's not a problem.
0: Well, Eric really liked that part. Um, He said when Rios mentioned the antique bird of prey, um, he started weeping with joy. Uh, Mm -hmm. That ship design, uh, still to this day, is one of his favorite ships in sci-fi. It's up there with Imperial Star Destroyer. Which, um, if you've listened to Podcasters Assemble, we had a question on our Star Wars recap things. Um, where it's like, what's your favorite ship? And every episode Eric was on, he said the Imperial Star Destroyer. Because <laughs> um, there was a
2: new one to talk about in almost every movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he really liked it. And then he says, I was so freaking happy. What's crazy is it only shows up like one time in the original series too.
1: Yeah, but there's, oh, th- that design is really cool, but. Like the the design of that ship, I really enjoy it. I um, I wouldn't mind having a couple of like Star Trek uh ship models hanging from my ceiling at some point, and I would want one of them. Definitely,
2: <laughs> I, it is a cool uh, ship design. It's just it it was disappointing narratively how it was involved in the episode because it yeah. seemed like it was going to be a way bigger deal than it was. It was just yeah, it was a. Uh, It's just there, and then they cut the wing off of it. And I'm like, oh, well, so much for that guy, I guess. Whatever his name was. He's just gone now, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. And then Seven of Nine beams in.
0: Um, So I don't know if this is related or not, but Eric requested that you tell me about Balance of Terror.
2: Okay. Um, Balance of Terror is one I don't know super well. This is going back to original series, so it's been a lot longer since I've seen these ones. But this one time, uh, the Federation was like, it was Kirk's Enterprise, was like, oh man, is that a stinking Romulan? We haven't seen Romulans in forever. Those guys are so sneaky and evil. And then the Romulan commander who was commanding the ship was, uh, Spock's dad, but it's not. And he was like, uh, we got to stay stealthed. Uh, we got to stay cloaked so they can't see us. And then, um, Daniels I want to say the guy's name is I, I hope it's not because if I remember the random crewman's name from the episode Balance of Terror I'm going to be kind of disappointed with myself but we'll call him Daniels. It was like <laughs> hey Kirk I hear that those Romulans sure are evil and other racist comments about them and Kirk was like hey don't be racist but then they were evil so... Racism's cool, I guess, is the moral of no, that episode. No, no, that's no, gonna be the off, uh, out of context
0: no. quote for the episode.
2: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Isn't that what happened in Balance of Terror? Balance. Good. Tyler, I need you to grab your car, guitar and play Google that shit. Yeah. I, I yeah, can just Google plug it in because my guitar is and under Google the bed that in a shit. box. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just google that shit, yeah, google that shit, yeah, google that
2: shit all day
0: long, yeah, google that shit, yeah, google that shit, yeah, google that shit all day
2: long. Google that shit, yeah, google that shit, yeah, google that shit all day long! Balance of Terror is 14th episode of the first season of the American Sci-Fi television program. Blah 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 blah. Atticus Little <Attica sand. laughs> Um... Um, yeah, oh, this is the one that has the great line in it, because they're, okay, so, okay, racist comments, blah, 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 aren't they bad, Kirk says, hey, don't be so racist, and then the Romulans are really evil and sneaky, but then their ship gets damaged, and Kirk's like, yo, you're damaged, do you want us to help you, and they're like, shit, yeah, that'd be super good, and so then they help them, and then... Uh Spock's not dad says, "Hey man, it sucks that we're not on the same side because in a different reality I could have called you friend." And then he blows up his ship according to this? I don't remember that. Apparently they blow up the ship. And one person on the Enterprise died, who was Lieutenant Tomlinson. Is that the guy who was racist, I wonder? Let's scroll back up and see. <laughs> da, 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 da. Maybe um it doesn't tell me. So, no. who knows? <laughs>
0: Does Atticus know? <laughs> He's not familiar with the again. original series yet.
2: He's not being spanked. I'm patting his back because he needs to burp. <laughs> That's all. Um, yeah, the original series, I like the original series, but it's been a lot longer since I've seen them, um, so I'm not nearly as familiar with those episodes. It's harder for me to rattle off recaps for the original series. Where are you going, little man?
0: <laughs> uh, so that reminds me, I'm going to ask you guys a question now that you can answer at the end of the episode. But I want to know okay. what your favorite Star Trek series is.
2: DS Nine. Oh, You're
0: yeah, not supposed DS9. to answer it now, but okay. Well, but
2: we've both said that before. Yeah, you know, weren't listening, Tyler.
1: Yeah, we're we're pretty open that DS Nine is our favorite. Is that the one uh, that Evan Star said he Trek. hated?
2: I believe so.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we still need to have that battle. Um, I was going
2: to say, we don't know if that's the episode that Evan said he hated because that was in the episode of this podcast that we recorded like three months ago that still hasn't come out yet.
0: Oh, I didn't even know we talked about that in a recording. I thought that was just messaging.
2: <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was in that episode we talked about it. Hmm. Um, Okay, we've covered Soju. We've covered... Hey, what's the ship called? Do you guys know? I know because I heard a podcast talk about it, but I already forgot because I don't remember what it's called. Nope. But here's the thing. Let me tell you about this. Star Trek Enterprise is about a ship called Enterprise. Star Trek Voyager is about a ship called Voyager. Star Trek Deep Space Nine is about a space station called Deep Space Nine. So I submit to you that the ship in Star Trek Picard is called Picard. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's Star- the name of his chateau. Now that we've covered what happened on Picard We need to cover what happened with Picard This is definitely not going to be confusing No
1: it, It's definitely it, it, Instead of being um, Named after uh, the ship It's named after his chateau Like Deep Space Nine It's a stationary thing It's no. Chateau Picard
2: The ship is called Picard <laughs> But now we need to talk about what happened to Picard on the planet not what happened to picard in space okay um so picard is friends with the romulans 14 years ago yep and then all the stuff happens and now he goes back and he's like what up bitches i'm back and they're like dude you abandoned us we hate you now and he's like oh i didn't think of that (laughs) but his nun friend is still friends with him but the little kid who like adored him uh, it was like my nun mom said that you went out for a pack of smokes and now you finally came back after all these years and you think that we're just going to be best friends again? That's not how this works, buddy. Uh, and then, I just want
0: you to know that Eric made that same joke in his notes. So I
2: think also a podcast I listened to, the Luke Out, might have made that same joke. Um, but then Picard's like, "Listen, Romulans, I understand that you're kind of racist against other people right now." And I'm going to just spit in the face of your racism and make you deal with it because that's my job as like the, the, you know, straight cis white guy who's in charge of the Federation's military. Let me just come in and tell you that your views are bad. And then they want to beat him up for it, (laughs) which they're totally right to do. And then the little boy comes in and now he's an Australian samurai and he cuts a dude's head off. And now he's part of the team. Wait. Is that dude Australian? Yeah, yeah, he's an he's an Australian samurai, MC. We're watching. I'm like, MC's gonna be so happy about this. It's an Australian Australian samurai in Star Trek. No, he's the the Romulan grew up in Australia and then he flew to Vashdi or whatever the planet's called also portrayed by an Australian actor. But his backstory, we're going to find out. He's, he grew up in Australia in New, New, New Sydney, which is in the dead center of Australia. It was basically inhabitable before, but they put up a dome um, and a lot of solar panels around it. And then that dome um, was actually a prototype for a colony that they later built on Mars. Um, but so See, now that's where he grew I don't up. I if you're being serious is,
1: or not. <laughs> no, he's not, because there's already a city in the middle of Australia.
2: Do you know what's called? Alice Springs. Okay, okay, A bigger city that's less in the middle of Australia
1: I have no idea
2: Now I have to look this up to make sure I'm not wrong
0: <laughs> Just Google that stuff, yeah Google that stuff, yeah Google that stuff all day long
2: Nope, definitely not in the middle of Australia Well, there goes my joke Um, he's from Melbourne The actor That's nowhere near the middle of Australia Aren't I the jackass now? Yes, I am, my bad
1: <laughs> That's like very south of Main Island
2: It's like being like, yeah, New Orleans You know, dead center of the country Landlocked, New Orleans <laughs> Um, anyway, that's where the actor's from
0: Fair enough yeah, I I'm glad we we had that talk. Um,
2: so I think that's like the main points I had. I'm trying to think, oh, oh wow! Seven of that's I all you here. got.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, well, let, let let's um talk a little bit more about the episode.
0: Yeah, let's go uh, back to Vosti, Varosti. I've got uh, some things. Which which part of Vashti? do you
1: do you want to talk about past Vashti? future past or future future uh
2: future future present present. thank you
1: yeah future present
0: yeah so um elnor is like upset that um picard left him and I, i like the conversation they have where picard's telling him about data and uh elnor's like oh i remember you telling me stories about data he had a cat named spot an orange cat named spot and elnor's like i've still never seen a cat (laughs) <laughs> yeah then, um me and eric both feel like that's that's really sad for him so um i wanted to know uh picard goes on to say that hey come with us and you might see a cat or two do you think we're gonna see a cat this season
1: oh for sure there's gonna be at least one somewhere
0: i feel like we have to see a cat and i really hope we see a cat because if we see a cat that means we can have like the returning segment of look there's a cat i've got a cat which, if you never listen to anything other than our Picard recaps, you don't know about. But that—that's a reoccurring segment on this show.
2: Tyler, in order uh, for me to answer your query, I need you to answer a query of mine. Okay. How do you define a cat?
0: I—I'm I, sure I could look on Wikipedia and give you the exact definition of a cat, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, they have four I mean, legs, no usually.
2: My question is, if a cat only had two legs, but also had two arms and wore a Starfleet uniform and was kind of foxy, would it still be a cat?
0: Um, If it's foxy, it's a fox.
2: Well, no, like, not foxy as in (laughs) fox-wise.
0: Do you mean sexy? Yes. Like in how you find foxes sexy?
2: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Troy
0: is a furry? Confirmed. Um, Confirmed.
1: Confirmed. There's two of us. I guess. I Not, it.
2: but that's cool. Are you
0: saying it's <laughs> like a, a sexy cat person? I guess I would consider that a cat.
2: Well, then I am hopeful that we will see a cat because on Star Trek, the animated series, there was a member of the crew whose name was Maress um, and uh, she is a cat lady and I think it would be super dope if we saw uh, one of her species in Star Trek Picard. And that's immediately what I thought of when he said, oh, come along, maybe you'll have a chance to see a cat. I'm like, I really hope they pay that off with a cat lady <laughs> and not an actual
1: cat. I hope they pay it off with a tiger. Hmm. Just a big old tiger. Just right there. It, it, and, and he's like, oh, it's a cat. And <laughs> goes to pet it.
0: <laughs> I, I just want Eleanor to get a cat. Like, Yeah. Yeah. There, there could be a cat on the ship. What if there was just a stray cat on the ship? Like, he had it parked on Earth or something, and yeah, it just climbed aboard. We don't know. Ooh. Maybe one of the holograms is taking care of it.
1: The ship actually makes a hologram cat. <laughs> it, it It's like a stowaway cat,
0: but it's just a hologram. Um. So, Eric asked, uh, so he said he loved the Romulan fascist takeover. Um, He's like, I I didn't actually like it, but it was really cool. And then he says, um, Yeah. Yeah. He liked Picard's takedown of that sign. I I know Troy's like, eh. I have one question about it. Are there any other humans on this planet, you think? Like, do you think it's worth having that sign? Because we don't see another human.
2: I think that, I, I don't think there's necessarily other humans, but I think this was a inhabited planet when they set up a refugee camp okay maybe and so that's the refugees trying to be like trying to establish their own space on this planet that they got dumped on because my understanding is that this was supposed to be a transition planet like they were put here before being relocated to somewhere else and then when mars happened the federation was like nah, forget about it we'll just leave you where you were and so the Romulans are just trying to set up their own space and like Hey, them putting up a Romulan's only sign is not super cool. But Picard, like, who showed up the first time he showed up in an all-white outfit, like he was the white savior of their stupid race, <laughs> and then comes back later in an all-black outfit as if he's to be like, check it out, buddy, I'm evil now, comes in and he's like, no, you can't be racist. You're not allowed to be racist. And it's just, I I just, I didn't like it. I, I, didn't like I it. actually liked his speech. In that. Well. His speech was fine. Him kicking the sign over and then yelling at the waiter to demand service was not okay. That is oh, okay. not that
1: that, that uh, was kinda um Karen-esque, I agree, but
0: <laughs> in his defense, he's really old. Um Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that's up, bring me the
2: senior menu. I want the senior special. I have my ARP card. <laughs> my space AIP card. The senior menus in space have to be so complicated because it's like, all right, for humans, if you're over, like, 75 now, because our life expectancy is a lot longer, then you get a discount. But for Vulcans, you have to be over, like, 275. And Mullins is probably, like, 250. And who even knows about Ferengi? It's it's just got to be so complicated. So,
0: um, interestingly, I have a list of dumb questions to ask if they ever happen to come up on the show. And one of them is, do people in Star Trek live longer? is Picard technically uh-huh. in the prime of his life? How old is he anyways? <laughs> but, uh, Picard is 94 yeah. years old. Okay.
2: I believe when he took command of the Enterprise, he was 65, I want to say, and that was like totally an appropriate age for someone to be taking command of of a uh, of a pseudo-militaristic vessel. So
0: like now is he like retirement age or is he like waiting to die age?
2: No, he's uh, he's retirement age. Yeah. I, I think that I think that Bones, when we saw him in the first episode of Next Gen, was like hundred and twelve and he was like starting to be a little like, Oh, we're back in bad eh? Shunning game <laughs> yeah. People were racist against robots, and that'll never come up again in the future in a show called Star Trek Picard. And they were also racist against Vulcans. That was just me, though. I guess I'm just a racist man. (laughs) And then he left. That Ah, that conversation more or less happened in the first episode of Next Gen. It was a little odd.
1: Yeah, it was a little odd.
2: Uh, what else do you have for dumb questions? I'm really curious. Uh, or Do you want to wait till they, to see if they show up? We'll wait.
0: If they come up, I'll okay. ask. And if not, last episode will just be a list of dumb questions. Oh,
1: oh we totally skipped over what I was trying to get at. Mm. Uh, after Picard has that big speech and he throws a sign down, I, I enjoyed that bit, but then one of the Romulans... Who throws the was sign a down senator.
2: and then has a big speech. Yeah, that order of operations is important because that's what oh. makes him an asshole.
1: Yeah, uh, it, but th- there's a ex Romulan senator there who pretty much challenges in- him to a sword fight.
2: Hmm.
1: And then out of nowhere, Elnor just appears and then cuts uh, the dude's head off.
0: Yeah, I felt bad for that guy because he gave like a speech back. And it was very reasonable. You know?
2: Yeah, it was like, hey, we've been royally oppressed by you and your fellows, so we're a little upset about it. You can't just come in here and tell us that our feelings are invalid just because you happen to be the controlling power in the world right now. You jerk. And for that, he gets his head chopped off by a samurai from Australia in space.
1: Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I I, I mean... It was cool how
0: he did it.
2: <laughs> it was, I, yeah. I like how he
0: chops the guy's head off, and like yeah. we get a like close in look at the guy's face as his head falls off. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not like an instantaneous thing. It's just like, yeah. And it, in his I mean, defense, he's like, "Hey, you should stop if you want to live."
1: And the guy doesn't stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Are we done saying serious things about Elnor? Can I say a dumb thing about Elnor? Yeah. Listen, The Good Place just ended, and it should be illegal for them to just drop in a character named Eleanor into the middle of my Star Trek, because <laughs> I'm not emotionally prepared for that right now. That's all. Yeah. That's it. Did you watch The Good Place,
0: it. MC?
1: I did. Walking through the archway, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, living in Jacksonville, I'm just like every time I watch it, I'm like, there's so <laughs> many missed opportunities because like none of the jokes they make about Jacksonville, they're like thematically correct. You know, like Jacksonville's a shithole, but yeah, um, <laughs> they don't use actual places. Like there's a like I can't remember. I think it was like Stupid Joe's Wing Shack or something is where mm-hmm. uh, spoilers. Um, Jason ends up like living. That's like his place in yeah. heaven. There is literally a restaurant in Jacksonville called Fat Balls.
2: I mean, I imagine it's inspired by. Maybe they just couldn't get the rights. Maybe they didn't want to be that specific.
0: Uh, it'd be um, so much.
2: Well, the reason they do
0: it is to make the jokes like approachable to people who don't live in Jacksonville. But there is a place called Fat Balls, and I'm so disappointed that that's not where Jason like. That's not his heaven.
2: (laughs) I almost wonder if they couldn't get Fat Balls past standards and practices. Yeah. They're like, you can't have a restaurant called Fat Balls. I'm like, but it's it's real. It's
0: on Google Maps. So Fat Balls actually went on Bar Rescue, and they changed the name of the restaurant. After um, Bar Rescue ended, they changed it back to Fat Balls, and then went out of business.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) MC... Did you know that uh, Tonic Lounge was on Bar Rescue here in Portland? Uh... It was on Bar Rescue, and they changed the name and tried to make it all swanky and cool, and then I drove by it the other day, and I was like, oh, it's gone. Oh, all right. Well, goodbye. What? So what I'm learning is that Bar Rescue perhaps does not live up to its name.
0: <laughs> well, what I understand from Fat Balls is they only did it to get a paycheck and then i think the paycheck must have been big enough that the owner's like i don't need to have a restaurant anymore
2: yeah <laughs> so i don't need these fat balls anymore i've got my own <laughs> um
0: yeah so what do you think about elnor overall as a character introduction
2: um his daddy issues were a little bit stereotypical uh i felt like but like i You know, samurai in space Doesn't feel very Star Trek, but alright Whatever, I'll go with a samurai in space
0: Yeah, I'm really on board with him being a space samurai Whose main Driving goal is to see a cat Like, I'm on board, I'm (laughs) sold Yeah,
1: Uh, uh, he does cool flips And cuts people's heads off I'm all Uh in
0: Yeah, I I really like him Um, So not Explicitly related to Eleanor But still on the planet Uh, Eric had the comment (sighs) Do you think we'll see some of Nero's crew show up? I don't know who that is.
2: Oh, God. All right. Yeah. So there's one time the Romulan sun blew up. You know that already. What you don't know is that while the Romulan sun was blowing up and Picard was trying to get people evacuated, Spock was like, hey, there's this crazy stuff called red matter that only a very small amount of it exists in the whole universe. And if we drop it into the middle of... A star that's going supernova, it'll stabilize the star, but also if we drop it into the core of a planet, it'll blow up that planet, I think? It can do both for some reason? So he tried to use some of it to stabilize the star, but it didn't work, and instead it sent him back in time. So then... Uh, A Romulan ship that was with him also went back in time, and that was captained by a guy named Nero, and that ship blew up a Federation ship that had George Kirk on it, which is James Kirk's daddy, right as James Kirk was being born, so James Kirk never got to meet his daddy, George Kirk, so then he grew up without a daddy, and that made him into a little bit of a rebel who wasn't part of Starfleet, and then he got into a bar fight, and then pike showed up and was like you should join starfleet and he was like your dad was the greatest captain in the world even though it was only for 26 minutes because he saved a bunch of people and then kirk became the captain and then (sighs) nero blew up vulcan and a whole bunch of stuff happened but my point is that all of that happened in a different timeline that was started when uh Spock and Nero went back in time so Nero's crew can't show up because Nero's crew along with Spock left this timeline when that event happened and now only exists in the other timeline so they can't show up and if they do then this show is just full of lies and there's no truth in this art
0: huh I'm sure everything you said was very interesting but I have to be honest I checked out because uh where I'm recording I could see out my window and my neighbor was like trying to cut wood like trying to chop up wood with an axe and like the piece of wood was the axe was stuck in the wood, and so just for like the whole time you were speaking, he's like banging it on the ground and it's like not making any progress. <laughs> it was very distracting. <laughs>
1: um Tyler, well, I, I can fix this for you. When you listen to uh, it
2: later, it'll be good.
1: <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Ty Tyler, Tyler, go watch the new Star Trek films about Kirk. It's the first
0: one. Don't it, it, it oh, the I was, I Abram mean, ones?
2: yeah 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 oh, i've seen uh
0: the first two i didn't see the third one that wasn't well, Abrams. it's the first yeah. one well,
2: then why did i just recap the whole dang movie to you i didn't
0: know that was the movie
2: <laughs> yeah the romulan that goes back in time and blows up kirk's daddy's ship is nero okay so
0: i didn't know he's that... referring
2: to those romans but they can't be in this timeline because they exist in that other timeline now
0: okay so i didn't know that guy was a romulan i haven't seen that movie in forever and i didn't know what a romulan was but yeah
1: yeah, so essentially you, you know exactly what he said. Uh-huh. Because he was just recapping the first movie and then explained how they can't be on that planet or in this universe anymore.
0: Okay. If
2: somebody mentioned him, if somebody if if we saw like a like Romulan star empire memorial site and there was like a placard for Nero as like lost presumed dead mm-hmm. sure that would be fine but he can't he can't be there
1: y- you you know what might be really cool hmm. if Nero's family turns up somewhere in the
0: show
2: I would that would be okay yeah
0: yeah um my neighbor's back at it like he gave up for a little bit but hes he's trying again
2: yeah. Uh-huh. Making it's still progress. not going
0: good. <laughs> um I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Sorry. My wife was I listening know where to TV Troy went. really loud. Oh. So Troy left too. It, good timing.
1: Yeah. Troy Troy uh sort of said, "Ah, Jesus." And then everything sort of stopped and I was like, "Oh, I'm just here by myself now."
0: Oh. <laughs> Did he at least say, "Oh, but Jesus?" So it's like no. Oh. That's disappointing. Um, do you want to wait for Troy? Or I don't know that he had much else to say. <laughs> oh,
1: well, there's not much left in the episode anyway. Like, it, there's a scene on the ship where um, they get back, and Picard's like, hey, you didn't have to kill that man. And if we're going to go forward from here. You have to listen and take my orders, and only kill people when I tell you. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> that 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 that's the message that I got. He, he's like being Daddy Picard now.
0: Yeah, and Elnor took that surprisingly well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I felt like he probably should have had like a stronger reaction to like him abandoning him, and then like just coming in and like commanding him to do things. He's like, you know, he's doing him a favor essentially. Um, what did you think about the reveal of, like, what his requirement was that, uh, it has to be, like, a impossible job, essentially?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I believe, um, oh, what, what's the exact wording? Um,
0: I've got it here somewhere.
1: A uh, lost cause. A lost cause. That's it. I'm, I'm like, uh, I know it's a phrase that, uh, happens all the time. It's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. So, essentially... Before you before they even begin this mission, it's a lost cause. Like you've already
0: lost. Yeah. And then uh Agnes Girardi's like right there when he says it. And yeah. she's just like, oh. I mean, kinda. Yeah, maybe. she's freaking out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's like, oh no, whatever got us into. And then there's that creepy scene with the Romulans. Where he's sleeping and she comes up and strokes him and yeah. talks about. Uh, and then she chokes him. Soji. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we totally forgot to. Uh, like, it, it's right now at the very end of the episode, we see, like, the uh, bird of prey and uh, the really cool hologram who's all disheveled and mm-hmm. has long hair. But um, seven nine turning up and Picard knowing exactly who she is. Uh, I, I I guess she's probably kind of famous because she. What series is, was she in? She's from Voyager. Okay. So she's actually a human who ended up in the Delta Quadrant, was assimilated. Then the crew of the Voyager um, essentially reclaimed her. And um, a few other Borg, actually, as well. Like, they reclaimed some Borg children at some point in that show. So uh, I wonder if some of those are going to show up as well. Like, especially since Seven and I just shows up at the end of this episode. Hey, hey, and she's like, you owe me a ship Oh, you're quiet
0: Am I? Oh. Yeah
2: Boom, it's seven of nine is what I said
0: Yeah Now you're loud <laughs> Well,
2: I'm back where I was before
0: <laughs> Maybe you were really close to the mic When you were like, boom <laughs> uh, Boom <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Tyler, this is gonna suck to edit It'll be fine I've edited worse
2: Um, Are we close to being done?
0: Yeah, we were just talking about uh, Seven of Nines being here.
2: My child definitely has and or is pooping. So, So yeah, if we're close to being done, that's a good thing.
0: (laughs) Oh, I had another dumb question that was related to this episode. Okay. Okay, so um, when uh, Agnes was talking to... Uh, gosh dang, what is his name? What's the pilot's name? I forgot. Rios. Captain MC. Captain MC? What?
2: Yeah. Okay. Because
1: I'm the Rios of the show. Oh yeah,
0: you're the Rios. Okay. So <laughs> uh when Agnes is talking to Rios about like just space being boring, and she's like, I tried to like watch a hollow deck, but all you seem to have is Klingon Opera. I was just wondering if that was like if there's any basis for that joke like do you ever see Klingon opera
2: I don't um, know that we ever see Klingon opera we hear it we, a lot yeah we, we don't really what's it um, sound like or they, do they talk about they it so might stuff like that huh.
0: so what do you yeah, think it, the it, implication it. is there that he has that
2: I, do, I don't I don't know that there is an implication except for like this dude's weird okay yeah um, oh, this hey, can ship I talk is about? Weird. Can, yeah, this ship, this sentient ship. Yeah. Um, can I talk about my least favorite, my, my very least favorite moment in the episode? Sure. Can anybody guess what it is? It's it is it is the utterance of a single word. Okay. C A S H. Now I know that Tyler doesn't know what I just said because Tyler said cash, doesn't understand because the I was
0: guessing what yours cash. was because I have this on here. Um <sighs> I was going to ask you how you felt when uh they're trying to get on the planet. And Picard's like, hey, just tell them it's me. Tell them it's me, Picard. And then they're like, "Uh, we tried that. And they're like, no. And uh, they're like, and then uh, Rios is like, you know, cash gift is always appropriate. So.
2: I don't like that Picard bribed his way onto the planet. I don't like that there's money, but I guess I just have to accept that in this version of the future, there is money for some reason.
0: Well, do you feel better about it with it not being earth because I mean they could have money there
2: you know marginally where's Picard getting that money from right marginally but not much better
1: I mean he does own a a winery essentially how do you
2: own things in a future without an economy they're a socialist utopia you don't own anything everybody owns everything He's making
1: wine. He, he's got to be able to sell it off planet.
0: I guess.
2: Then, if he can, the way that that should work is the money he gets from that sale should go into the coffers of the United Federation of Planets, no. not his own dang stupid pockets.
1: Nah, nah, that's not going to work.
2: <laughs> not Not for Picard. Bernie Sanders is tired of these space billionaires and space millionaires. And he's just trying to get us to the socialist utopia where we all have healthcare and we all have a terminal regenerator in our house. And if you fall down, you just go woof, 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 and then it's fixed again. I want that. We all so, want that. Seven of nine. We all do want that. Yeah. So I'll take get out there get, and vote. Get out there and vote for the Sanders or Warren. Just not Biden. Just don't, just don't get out there and vote for Biden, please. Listen, Biden, Yeah. Oh, you've, you've, who's that you've billionaire? done a lot. Don't vote for Bloomberg.
1: Don't vote for him, A, Don't vote
2: for Bloomberg. Well, Bloomberg is Nobody votes for Bloomberg. People just get hired to vote for Bloomberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, Buda Judge, I heard someone refer to his uh, followers as buttheads the other day. And no opinion on him exactly, but I just thought that was a funny term.
2: That is <laughs> <buttheads. laughs> <laughs> Um. So, seven of nine. This one time, there was this little girl, and her name was Annika Hansen, and her parents were studying the Borg before anybody on Earth knew who the Borg were but she was studying the Borg and her parents were from Earth and they were out in deep deep space and they were like "Oh, this is great we've got these camouflage things that lets us get super up close to the Borg and they never noticed we're here until one day they did and then her parents and her were all assimilated by the Borg and then several years later when she had grown up into a woman with large breasts and a catsuit she then as a Borg was tasked with working <laughs> with Janeway and then something happened and she uh, got disconnected from the collective and Janeway and it was like, oh, you should be a person now. And she's like, no, I don't want to be. Child, I'm trying to explain what happened with Seven of Nine. Oh, do you want me to hold you while I talk about Seven of Nine? Yeah? Now can I continue my rant? So Jane was like, you should be a person. She's like, I don't want to be a person. She's like, but you should be a person. She's like, maybe I'll be a person. Oh. Yeah? Maybe we won't rant about Seven of Nine. Yeah. Um, Okay, we're going to do the super short version. Um, This one time, um, she... What did she do? Um, (laughs) She went to a crazy dream space. That was all the Borgs had a crazy collective dream space. That could come up in this show. Um, One time, she accused a guy of rape, and then it turned out that it didn't happen because the message of Star Trek in the 90s was don't believe women who accuse men of rape. And then... One time, she had sex with holographic Chicote, and then later she had sex with real Chicote. And one time, she was going to get her implants taken out, but then she couldn't for some reason. One time, she fought The Rock. Um, and then a whole bunch of times, they extracted nanoprobes from her bloodstream and used them to fix everything.
0: Do you mean the actor The Rock? Yes. Huh. I didn't know he was on Jerry a Star Trek Ryan, thing.
2: Or rather, Seven of Nine has fought... Dwayne the Rock Johnson in win? Star Trek uh, it's kind of a draw as I recall I don't know that I would say she specifically won from my recollection this was when um, Star Trek Voyager was a flagship show for UPN which also had WrestleMania on it so they, they like promoted it as a big crossover thing like oh man the Rock's gonna be on Voyager and there's space wrestling in space
0: <laughs> Jeffrey hey, Combs was to- in
2: that episode he's very good hey. <gasps> do you think Jeffrey Combs is gonna be in Picard have we talked about that? MC, have we talked about that, no. MC? MC, no. have we talked about whether Jeffrey Combs is going to be in Picard?
1: No, we haven't.
2: I hope he will be. Don't you think that's more important than anything you were about to say? No. <laughs> oh, well then go ahead <laughs> with what you were going to say.
1: I, I, I was going to say, uh, you, you forgot uh, what, uh, the reclaimed Borg children that she oh, yeah raise, essentially. Yeah. She uh, found I, a bunch I of was, little kids. Yeah. And
2: they were they were all borgy and she helped them be not so borgy. And then one of them was like, I'm gonna go back and live with my family. And they're like, super cool that you're back, son. Uh listen, you were genetically engineered to implant a virus into the Borg collective. So we're gonna go ahead and need you to go get assimilated again. And he's like, I don't think I wanna do that. So then he left his family and went back to Voyager, and then all the other ones left Voyager because they found their families, I guess. But that one stuck around. And his name was Ichab, and he was with them when they got home. Um, which is the end of the Seven of Nine story is that eventually she got back to Earth and apparently met Picard because now Picard knows who she is. But I guess that makes sense because like, she was a reclaimed Borg and he's a reclaimed Borg. So it makes sense that they would do Do you think there's like point.
0: a support group for reclaimed Borgs? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, at the time that she there was on, only three. there were three of them. yeah, And one of them was back with the Borg. So they probably didn't need a support group, but now there's probably is because it seems like they've reclaimed a lot of Borgs. So,
0: final thoughts, Troy. Did you like the episode other than the cash?
2: Um, I did. I am a little surprised that it still felt like a setup episode. I thought we were going to be like in it, and it still feels like we're setting things up. Um, but I liked it. Other than that, um, what uh, about
0: you, MC? I think it, it felt a little
1: bit more like we we're getting into it. Like, especially with, like, everything that happened on Vashti and seeing how the Romulans are actually living and, like, all the bad shit that's happening around them. And uh, I I think the next episode is really going to kick off, but I I enjoyed this episode for what it was. Like, especially with... um. Elnor, uh, just doing his flips and the just appearing out of nowhere, a few times. How about you,
0: Tyler? I really liked it. It was um, it's at least on par with the first episode. Um, yeah, I think Elnor is a pretty cool character. Um, I, yeah, I like him being a space samurai. Um, I like seeing more holograms. Um, I actually really enjoyed the Soji stuff other than the ice, the, the like skating and the vent thing. I thought yeah. that was really weird, but yeah, otherwise I'm enjoying her story. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to Eleanor meeting a cat. That's going to be great. <laughs> when well, that totally happens.
2: Are you going to be disappointed if he doesn't ever? meet yes. a Yes.
0: Picard promised him. I know this show, this episode says that a promise is a prison, but he promises him he will see him, he will see a cat. No, he doesn't. He, he does. says that he might MC, see a cat. Stop talking. <laughs> he does. He promised me. This episode promised me that we will see a cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Did we
2: discuss the idea that w- as soon as we see a cat on this show, we know that he's going to die?
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that the cat's going to die? That's dark.
2: No, that that he's going to die. die? Eleanor Uh, is doomed. As soon as he sees a cat, mark my words. I I heard this somewhere else. I couldn't remember if I heard it from you guys or from something else. it wasn't us. But as soon as Eleanor sees a cat, that dude is dead. Hmm. I hope not. I like
0: him. He seems cool. Um, Yeah. Do you think we're done picking up crew members? Or do you think this is going to be like a Mass Effect 2 situation where the entire story up until the very last episode is picking up crew members? And then we do the mission.
1: Uh, no, I reckon there's going to be a couple more crew members picked up, especially with them still needing to get to uh, free free cloud. Uh, I'm like, wow, what was the second word? I know it was free something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, once they get to free cloud, they they're either going to pick up Maddox or they're going to pick up someone who knows where Maddox is Is
2: is Soji ever going to be part of the crew or is she going to be the like the object that they're trying to get to up to the very end
1: She's definitely the object that they're trying to get to So or or do you think the other androids might be the because that they talk about it in this episode that The demons being released.
2: Yeah, well and and uh um not Rafi, not Ramda, Rizzo, uh she when she's uh (laughs) the incest sister. Oh, okay. I forgot she had an AM. Um when she's talking to him, she says, like, you know, don't forget our goals, the destruction of all of them. So she seems to make it clear that there's a lot of droids, androids, which makes me hopeful that Soji will get to be part of the crew because I would like her to have that agency of like I, I want, like, an episode 6 for her to go, okay, now I know everything that's happening, and now I'm part of finding the solution, rather than just kind of fumbling along as as the object that they're pursuing.
1: I don't think it's going to be episode 6. I, I, I think it might be episode 7 if that happens. Because this is only supposed to be 8 episodes this season, uh, isn't
0: it? It's 10, I think.
1: Oh, it's 10? Yep. So, it, it, even if it's, like, episode 7, that's three or four episodes of them on the ship still.
0: So we've got three minutes left of recording time. So I'm going to try wrap up the episode. Um, here come some plugs. Uh, you can listen to more of MC and Troy on the best animated shows ever so far, where they watch rank and review every cartoon ever so far based on its first three episodes. Um, you can listen to Eric's actual voice and not just me repeating notes that he wrote down on Epic Fells of History. That's epic with a K, where he talks about humanity's greatest failures and what we can learn from them. And then you can find out, you can find more of this podcast wherever you found it to begin with, or on our website, probablywork.com. We have another episode coming out Friday of this week, where me, Troy, and Evan, who's normally on this show, talk about Star Wars, the Clone Wars. We recorded it like three months ago and it's going to come out and like the references we make are not going to make sense anymore. Cause like Troy was waiting for his baby to be born, not changing his dirty diaper.
2: Um, <laughs> and listen, the, none of the listeners know that I just changed a poopy diaper mid recording. You didn't have to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: overestimating my editing skills. <laughs> so you can find links to everything I just mentioned, including links to, uh, troy's baby's dirty diaper in the show notes as well as links to everyone's social media and a link to our discord channel which i meant to plug earlier but yeah join our discord there's a link down there you can come talk to us about star trek and other things like podcasters assemble season 003 which we really need to get organized on and post some stuff about
2: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah that's the show for this week so Come back next week when we talk about Picard, episode 5. I didn't look up what the name of it was. Do you guys know what the name of it is?
2: I have no idea. Probably no, Free cloud because they're finally going to end up there. I hope they don't. Hey, are there links to the Discord channel on the website? Like on probablywork.com? Nope. Can you put them on there before tuesday because we definitely said in the episode we recorded this morning of base sf cast that there were links on the website
0: okay yeah i can put one there there's probably (laughs) like where there's like there's like facebook pop-up things uh, and stuff i can probably put it in that section we'll see
2: you got this i believe in you uh did you find the episode
0: i think it's called disaster nope that's the next generation nope (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is the next generation episode where they all got caught with the kids, and he, there was the little kids, and he called him one of them. You're not one little radish kid. That was disaster. That's what that episode's called.
0: Uh, I know I saw the name of it on Wikipedia, but I don't see it now. I'm not finding it.
2: Well, we'll see all of you ice skating on a board cube. Three to beam out. <laughs> <laughs> you, wow, 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 wow.
0: Confused nope, I'm... because it doesn't show MC in here, but I hear MC.
2: Wait, really? No. Oh, yeah. Shows me in. MC is you a ghost? Do you see MC? No. Uh, I Are see you sure me, you just have, but like, I don't see Troy. Is cast playing somewhere in the background?
0: No. Can you not? Hear also, him? don't hear Troy. No. Oh, weird. Because I hear both of you.
2: MC you got to go Wait one
0: second (laughs) I don't know what's going on
2: This is great this is good podcasting We'll just have you relay our jokes back and forth to each other (laughs) I'm Troy And I'm MC And we host the best animated shows ever So far Where we watch, discuss, and rank every animated show ever eventually listen in by searching for the best animated shows ever so far on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts or head to probablywork.com
1: join the conversation by finding us on youtube twitter facebook or instagram by searching base sf cast that's b-a-s-e-s-f-c-a-s-t
2: and don't change the channel